if you had a greater self-awareness and that you took some of these types of assessments, you would have an understanding of saying, okay, I really struggle with communication. Right. Right. My ability to communicate my thoughts is just not where it is. And so what ends up happening is I get upset and I blame the other person for not understanding me. Mm -hmm. Right. And so those are some of the things that you we want to talk about today, because I think that those are extremely helpful for anyone and everyone, no matter what you're doing in life. Welcome to the Push Podcast. Why push? Because a nudge is just too friendly. And friend, we're here to help you get your shit together. I'm Eddie. And I'm Janelle. And we're the Copelands. We've got three daughters, two businesses, a mortgage, and lots of responsibilities. So just like you, we're struggling to find that perfect balance of ambitious go-getter hustle while still staying present, loving our kids, and working on our relationship. (laughs) And doing the laundry, going to the grocery store. Oh, and don't forget being mindful. Yeah, all of the stuff. (laughs) So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. Hey guys, welcome back to the Push Podcast with Janelle and Edward Copeland. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today, Edward Copeland? I am so blessed and highly favored. I just don't know what to do with myself. Well, then, okay. <laughs> How about See, you? See, when you say stuff like that, I say that all the time. Like, I'm blessed and highly favored. When I say stuff like that, I feel like if you're having a bad day, you immediately hate me. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like an outsider who doesn't yeah. know me. Like if they said, saw me at the grocery store, hey, how you doing? I am blessed and highly favored. You're They'd like, be like, must be nice to be winning at life, right? Yeah. So that's not what we mean. Um, <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing. Like I can't, I don't have anything to do with your bad day. Right. You know, so hopefully you see It's also see a that, you problem if yeah, you're mad because you I'm blessed and highly good favored. Good days are available to you as well, my friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so crazy because- I told you about the lady that I talked to at the, at the little shop that's near the where I work, right? And every no. time, no, I've never. And every I time I say, "Hey, how are you doing today?" She goes, "Oh, oh, I hate noises." Uh, it's going. What the hell is it's going mean, <laughs> right? Yeah, we've talked about this before. I hate when people's natural reaction to you, "Hey, how are you doing today?" Uh, you know. If you're one of those people, I'm going to let you know right now with all the love in the world, if we were friends, I'd just slap the shit out of you because <laughs> I don't want to hear you sigh about things. Like I right. know there are things in life that we want to sigh about, but don't sigh in public. Don't give that energy <laughs> out. Don't like just be passing out sigh flowers. I don't know. <laughs> just pass out love but flowers. But almost, she almost communicates as if she thinks that I have the similar types of days. Like, oh, oh you know, yeah. you know how it is, right? I hate that. You know, I hate when people shitty day, say that. Right? Me and you, you know, are together. You know how it is. Yeah. I don't know how no. it is because I don't do that. Yeah. My day is fantastic, person. Okay. Well, now, <laughs> now that we know how your day is, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is episode number 20 of the Push Podcast, and we've got some really amazing things to talk to you guys about today. But I want to let you know, speaking of like size and disappointments, Do you know, fun fact about this podcast, we were supposed to actually start this podcast in April of 2017. Dang. Right. And if you're listening to this, you know it's 2020. And so that's like loser mode right there. (laughs) But not really. Here's why. We had the idea to start a podcast. We ordered some microphones and we brainstormed. And then life happens. Things get in the way. You know how it is. (laughs) But... (laughs) 
it wasn't a priority. Right. You want to know why? You don't make money off of podcasts, especially when you're like new and upcoming. People mm-hmm. don't even know who the hell you are, right? Right. So we have to advocate for our podcast. We've got to ask for ratings and reviews. We've got to ask our listeners, you who are listening right now, to please share it. But just know that we're like coming up with all these, what we feel are good messages. We're bringing you guys tons of energy, putting blocks of our schedule aside to make sure that we can provide good content. So we are out advocating. When we were in Nashville recently, we were like talking to the servers, giving mm-hmm. out cards for the Push podcast, getting people excited. I've given at we're like, least You don't five, know about the Push podcast? What's wrong with you? I've given at least five <laughs> random Uber drivers a Push podcast right. card because I feel like that's the perfect time for you to be listening to the Push podcast, right? And it's crazy because when you're telling people about it, you realize very few people know how to use their phone. <laughs> very few people Let alone know, know how, to, how to access the podcast app. Right. So you, you end up going through this whole tutorial on how mm-hmm. to use your phone and how to get to that uh, podcast. Yeah. So. so if you were my massage therapist when we went for our anniversary, Shout out to Deb. I showed her how to subscribe to the podcast. If you worked at Martin's Barbecue Joint, shout out to y'all. You give great service. We talked to at least five of you about the Push Podcast. I'm telling you this so that way those of you that have a business or a side hustle or like my sister has a new Instagram, the Boudoir Project, right? If you've got something you believe in, one, you got to put the time aside and you got to know that the same day you plant the seeds is not the day you reap the harvest. No. (laughs) And so we are showing up, watering the seeds. And part of that is us asking for your help. If you've listened to an episode of the Push Podcast that you've loved, that you've laughed at, that brought you joy, that made you shift a perspective, that made you stop freaking sighing when you run into your friends about your badass day, then please share this with a friend who maybe does that. You yeah. could just don't just hold lie us all to it. yourself. Share it with every everyone you know. Right. But every we do, single person. <laughs> but we do want to thank you for the ratings, the reviews, the downloads. And then another thing, like we're going to talk about your performance in life today. Mm-hmm. But another thing is we don't just do this for fun. We're doing this to expand our mission, to increase our reach, right? And so we have to ask for ratings and reviews. And then also know that there are metrics that we are holding ourselves accountable for. So as of today, there's, I think, 230 uh, reviews that we've collected from our listeners, and we are so thankful for those. But just know that the goal at the end of this quarter is 500. So y'all, please take the time. And I think we're at 217, but you know what? Who's I thought it was 2.30. Yeah. Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. Okay. Well, know your facts before <laughs> you correct me. So we're asking you, please take the time to review it. Please take the time to share it. And what do you get in exchange? You get us enthusiastically showing up every week to serve you. It helps us make sure that we're staying on track and talking about the subjects that you feel are important. We also are monitoring which episodes get the most downloads. And so we know that right now, y'all really want to get out of this rut. Because stuck in a rut, both episodes are our top performers. Yes. And so that helps us. So we're going to give you some social shout outs. We've given away some free pusher t-shirts. And now you have the ability to work with us in our monthly pusher society. And you can learn more about that by going over to thepushpodcast.com. But please, um, especially this episode, we've got a really great downloadable PDF that you can access by going to the pushpodcast.com, sign up for the newsletter, but also get that downloadable so that way you can print it out and you can have a self-assessment that you look at a minimum of 
four times a year. Yeah. And I, this is so important because so many people have talked about come to us and talked about being stuck and all the different things and how that episode and other episodes like that have really helped them. But one of the things that's so important is that you participate. Right. And mm-hmm. I think so often we want to be passive observers of certain things. And so maybe we listen to the podcast passively or maybe we take action in a passive way and it's just kind of things just kind of happen. So when you download things and when you do the work, you are participating in things. And I think that that is a, is a huge contributor to improving your self-confidence and getting out of your own ruts. But you got to be in action. You got to participate. So when we put out things that we want you to download or even the Pusher Society, I think that those are things that you can participate, be a part of, and that can help you in so many different ways. So make sure you don't just take that lightly and you just kind of don't just listen to that passively, that you get involved. Because I think that once you get involved, you can really make a difference. Right. So again, this is episode number 20 of the Push Podcast. And today's episode is about adult report cards. Can we can I just say something really quickly? Before I mean, we... I guess you just messed up my title. Well, go ahead. No, adult I'm kidding. report cards. It's important. Yeah. So are so... you passing or failing in life right now? <laughs> I'm passing in, right now. in certain subjects and okay. maybe not another. But I just want to we just finished traveling. And I, not that I want to create a new segment, but I have a what in the world situation. Okay. You want to hear about it? I mean, I sure. told you a little bit about this, but people, this is this is not to do with the, the episode today. This is just strictly because this, this is, is just a derail of this my topic. Derail Go ahead. But what is it with noisy people? And when I be by noisy people, <laughs> so we were sitting here waiting for our air the to board the airplane. This guy sits next to me with all the seats in the world, and that's okay. I like people, mm-hmm. kind of right. So he sits oh next to God. me, and he's got like this protein drink that he bought like one of those muscle th- muscle eggs or whatever it's called mm-hmm. and he's got like muscle milk muscle milk and something else and i swear he was like making all these noises while he was eating he was like ah. <laughs> <sighs> sighing and i was like what and why are you making all these noises do you have to make and i have in, in my one of my pet peeves i don't like hearing people eat <laughs> But not, hearing him eat and then also hearing all of these noises that he was making. And so if you are a chronic noisemaker, like like you just make all of these biological just sounds. just noisy as hell. Yeah. He was sighing. He was making like he was refreshed and he was like breathing. And, and Janelle tells me, she goes, well, maybe that was like his de-stress. And I was like. I don't know. Is that like a thing? I can see if you're like you're doing a meditation. I said maybe he was doing a breathing meditation. And no, he, he was, was trying eating. to inhale confidence <laughs> and exhale the bullshit. I, I don't know. I give people passes, but I get what you're saying. He was noisy. He was noisy as hell. Okay. okay. I don't say noisy and shit, but the, both. Well, then you may as well say it because <laughs> you just said it. So um, not to derail as I want to get to the that report derailed. card, but I, I definitely want to say he was failing in like the social courtesy okay. Okay, of the world. And so he, today's what in the world is about social courtesy. Yeah. Yes. Don't make unnecessary noises. Be quiet. So you're saying people <laughs> should be seen and not heard. What are you saying exactly? I'm saying you don't have to make these. <sighs> <laughs> like this is not a Coca-Cola commercial. He was breathing and he was like. <sighs> And I was like, what is going on? He's sitting next to me. And, you know, I'm like side eye. And like, I'm looking at him like, is there something going on next to me that I don't know? What is happening? And he, you know, he was just eating and drinking. And I was just like, "Uh, do I make all these noises? Here's another what in the world, though, because now that you're talking about the noises, 
can we talk for a second about people that play music, their music, their personal music in public spaces? Like you're walking down the street and you just have (laughs) like back in the day, it was like you have a boom box. So I guess it's kind of the same thing. But now you're playing this loud music on your phone in a public place that might be quiet. And so you have a very quick story to tell about. So what would you do? Just question to our listeners. If you were at a nice little coffee shop, cafe. You went there, you brought your book, you wanted to enjoy a nice cup of coffee, maybe a lunch, like you're just sitting there, you've got your AirPods in, maybe you're going to do like a breathing meditation, something, right? Uh, just something where you can be in your space, but in a public place that's a nice atmosphere. And then all of a sudden someone walks in, they order some food, they sit not too far from you mm-hmm. and their music is playing loud. And it's a genre of music that's not really appropriate. Right. You don't really like it. And it's offensive because right. now it's invading your private space. So what would you guys do? <laughs> because this is exactly what happened to my husband. If you guys don't really, really know Eddie, he's probably... One of the most patient, kindest humans on the planet. Sometimes it's annoying because it's like, (laughs) dude, honk your horn at this guy in front of you. Like just a little toot. Go like Eddie just lets things roll off his back. He's super, super patient, like almost annoyingly patient. You already said that. Okay. Okay. Enough annoying. Well. So in this particular case, though, there was, I so, just painted the picture. There's a cafe. He's there on his lunch. He's trying I'm, to enjoy I'm, his I'm quiet time. I'm sitting there on my lunch. I have quiet time. It's I, important to address the older lady yeah, the, that so was the, there. Next to me was an older lady. She looked like she had said, oh, I'm going to go to this cafe. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to have a nice little treat for myself. It was kind of the, the evening time. It was like time. the enjoyment. It was like the enjoyment. It, it was like mm-hmm. she was like, okay, this is going to be quiet time for me. In this crazy, noisy world that we live in. And then these two guys come in and they're blaring their music from their phone. And so I'm sitting there and I don't and I have my headphones on, but I'm not listening to music because I was just reading. I was working. I was doing some stuff. And I look up and I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I. this oh, is a what in the world? What in the world is going on here? And so I take my headphones off. Well, wait, it's loud. It's loud. It's and there's rap music. And, you know, I love I, I love rap music, mm-hmm. but it was foul language. And I didn't think that the lady next to me would probably was appreciating the music. Well, you <laughs> were watching her body language. I was watching her was bang- body language. And I, you can tell it was invading her mm-hmm. her peace. Mm-hmm. Right. So she gets up and she leaves. And I, I'm pretty sure she was not ready to leave. But right. she said, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. And so me. There goes the neighborhood. Yeah, there goes the neighborhood, right? So me sitting there, I'm sitting there going, okay, I got to say something because this is this is inconsiderate. And one of my triggers is when people are, are inconsiderate or they take your kindness for weakness. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, they're taking our kindness for weakness by playing this shit in the, in the cafe. <laughs> so I get their attention. I said, excuse me. And I just said, I just need to know, how do you know I want to hear that music? <laughs> I just want to know because <laughs> and he goes, huh? I go, I just want to know you're playing your music out loud in a public place. What makes, what you, makes think? you think I want to listen to what you're listening to? <laughs> and he goes, uh, I just like to listen to music. I go, I know that. I get it. I know and you. I, like I know you want to listen to music. How do you know I want to listen to music? <laughs> <laughs> He's like so confused. He doesn't know how to answer this question. And his friend is just staring off into the space. He doesn't even want to make eye contact with me at all. Yeah, because like, you're intimidating and you're and so, a big guy. And, and it's so like, I, he goes, I just like listening to music. You know, I want to just have some food. I go, I get it. You said that already. I understand what you want. How do you know what I want? I said, the lady that was sitting next to me, she just left. And I'm pretty sure she didn't want to hear your rap music right now. 
and he goes, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I go, I said, just, yeah, just turn it off. Right. Right. And so he turns it off the music. <laughs> and so I'm just sitting there like, oh, and like my, my time was up and I was like, that just I waste, wasted, wasted all that time, time, but I just needed to know. And I, part of it too, because I said, I said, I always wonder, this is what I said to him. I said, I always wonder when people go to public places where other people are around, like their train or mm-hmm. the bus or in a cafe, right. and they play their music out loud. <laughs> their private how, music Their out private loud. music out loud. What are they thinking? Do they think that everyone wants to hear this song, right? I'm going to play it for everyone. So like, he I, like proceeds I contrib- to you, ask you, this guy, you guys, I'm asking what are you thinking? Is. Like, what is literally going through your head <laughs> right now when you decide to and play I this publicly? I guarantee he's never going to play music like that. So <laughs> fast forward <laughs> fast forward to like two weeks ago, I see the same guy. I don't think I told you this. I no. saw the same guy in the same cafe, mm. and I didn't recognize him. Uh-huh. And he and he sees me. I walk in. He goes, hey, man, I don't have my music on. <gasps> Really? Yeah. He, he said, I don't have my music on. I said, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And like, you I should have got to know him. You should no. have asked his name. Not you're still holding grudges. No, I'm not holding the grudges, but. But I, maybe he doesn't have someone I see to some pour cons- into I want to see some consistency first <laughs> before I start to be friendly. So that's a sidebar of what in the world. So if you guys have someone, I'm not, I'm not encouraging you to talk to strangers and, and challenge them. But I do say that, well, this is a good one because I think when, when we talk about the report card, when we talk about uh, social maturity and things mm-hmm. like that, like many times people will address those types of situation with anger and with force. And, and I have learned that the power of questioning and the power of kind of being curiosity curiosity kind of drives change more than anything else. Right. And so, because you make people self-assess and he sat there and he was like, I don't, I I don't know. I don't know why I'm doing this. And then he wanted to show you. And then he he wanted to show me his improvement. I am proud of him. uh, Consistency matters. Okay. (laughs) Next time I see you, let me know. (laughs) That's awesome. All right. So let's get into the real, people say the meat and potatoes of this episode. We are going to talk about adult report cards. And uh, we're going to ask you if you're passing or failing at life right now. This isn't to make you feel bad about yourself, but this is because, well, there's a couple of reasons. So let me set it up. A few years ago, my girlfriend, Chantel, I think it was around the time she was turning 40. And she, I remember her running into her in the gym and she's like, girl, I just got my report card back. And I was like, report card? What the hell? Are you in school? And she goes, no, my adult report card. <laughs> she didn't actually call it that. She was like, my physical fitness report card or something like that. And it sparked something in me. She had decided that she wanted to go have all of her health tested, right? So she got blood work done. She had, I think, an agility test done because as you get older, you want to know like where you stand on this this scale of health, right? And she was so proud of herself. She was like, I basically, I got straight A's. <laughs> so I pinned that shit on the refrigerator and I just, you know, I'm bragging about it. And yeah. I thought it was so cool. And so it inspired me this past year. In 2019, in January, I set up an appointment for a colonoscopy. I set up an appointment for a mammogram. Like I set up an appointment to go have my blood work done. And it revealed some things like I have a mild uh, gluten intolerance. I've got some different things that might have been triggering my eczema, just Mm -hmm. different things. And so I was feeling pretty good about myself. Like I did a health report card, a little health check. Everything came back good. I had what is it called? An irregular mammogram that mm-hmm. I had to address. But it really gave me this heightened sense of like pride. Like right. I have a report card, right? So then that's one reason why we started talking about like assessing your life. So this was in 2017. 
And we were coaching our students at the time. And I was like, you know what? We need adult report cards. Yeah. So I put together a quarterly review self-assessment and all of our students do this with their business, their life. And it's in all categories of your life, not just your business, right? So then fast forward, we recently watched the Aaron Hernandez documentary, set it up in case yeah. people don't so know who just that is. I just say with this, women are far more cur- courageous when it comes to getting, uh, health checks. Yeah. Guys are like, suck at it. yeah, guys are like, I'm staying away from that place. Doctors, they are just trying to make us sick. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever goes to your head, go. But I know the men in my family are not great at that, and I got to get better at that myself. Well, yeah, because you like to brag to people. I hear you all the time, like, "Oh, I, I haven't been to the doctor in five years." You know, I only go when I'm on my deathbed, and I'm like, "Yeah, bro, that's." I don't not brag smart. about that. I brag you about do. the fact that I don't get sick. Right, but you also brag about the fact that do you even know the name of a doctor? No. If someone asked you, like on a forum, who's your primary care physician? I just call you. I know. So and that's the point. So <laughs> as you get older, you should be doing health checks. You sh- Don't men have to check their prostates and stuff? I don't think until they're like 50 or something. But why maybe. would you delay it? So I'm, when you're yeah. an infant, you go regularly. When this you're a toddler, honey, <laughs> it's for everyone. <laughs> no. You included. Yeah. And so I want to encourage you, like, when was the last time you had an adult report card and you took it seriously? So that's something you should look into. Yeah. You should go have your blood taken. What if your heart rate or your, I don't know, what the heck? <laughs> blood pressure. <laughs> your blood pressure. Yeah. You come from a family that has had blood pressure yeah. issues. So yeah. wouldn't you want to know that? I yeah. know you, you'd be all obsessed with the results. Yeah. And so then- that's what today's episode is about, like having some results that kind of help shape what your focus is on. And so back to the Aaron Hernandez episode. Yeah. Or so we watched documentary. The, the Inside the Mind of Aaron Hernandez, which is on, on Netflix, which is crazy. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Just from a standpoint of understanding kind of the makings of someone doing something awful and creating horrible crimes. But in the process of watching it, They were talking about the assessments that some of these NFL players go through in order to get drafted. And so Mm -hmm. these like you're getting ready to give people millions of dollars to play a sport. You want to know a little bit about them. And so they do extensive work on their background. They take what's called a Wonderlick test, which is we were just looking at some of the sample questions on that. I'm pretty sure I would fail that test. But they also do these self they do these kind of self exams on a couple major categories that we they flashed it on the screen and immediately we were like whoa look at that that is something that everybody needs to take a test right. on and so there was there was results about his social maturity there was results about his self efficacy there was results around. Um, Some major things that I think that if normal people had that in their life and they knew kind of how they test it out, they can work on some things and improve some aspects of their life. So, right. So some performance review metrics or like some answers, let's just say, just to get your your head in the right category or the right space. If you were to go back to school right now, your teacher would be rating and reviewing your performance, right? Which is why kids get report cards. Well, adults don't have any accountability. There's no one watching you. There's no one redirecting you. There's no one providing feedback for you unless you're at the point where, you know, you want to hire a coach or work with people like Eddie and I. So in these categories we're going to talk to you about, you could be simple with it and you could say like, hey, I exceeded expectations in that category. Uh, The expectations were met in that category or I did not meet those expectations. Right. And I think this is super important because – 
If you have a nine to five, you work for a large corporation, they're going to do quarterly or annual reviews and they're going to sit down and give you a performance review. Yeah. And guess what? If you don't perform well, your ass gets replaced. Yeah. Right. So there's a reason why you go to work and hopefully you try to do your best and you try to earn a merit increase is because there's accountability there. So the point of this episode is to say, you don't have accountability in a lot of the categories that we're going to be talking about, which is why I believe you lose focus on these categories, which is why you stop excelling in these categories, which is why you then slip into a rut or a place of discomfort or unhappiness because you stop trying to achieve, you stop trying to focus and measure. And again, there's no accountability. Or yeah, not only that, not only did you stop doing those things, you don't even know where your your areas of opportunities are. You don't know where your weaknesses are. Your self-awareness is not at a place where you, it should be. And mm-hmm. self-awareness is, is a funny thing because self-awareness is if you don't have self-awareness, you don't know you don't have self-awareness, right? right? So you kind of are finding that maybe there's certain results in your life that you're not happy with that if you had a greater self-awareness and that you took some of these types of assessments, you would have an understanding of saying, okay, I really struggle with communication. Right. Right. My ability to communicate my thoughts is just not where it is. And so what ends up happening is I get upset and I blame the other person for not understanding me. Mm-hmm. Right. And so those are some of the things that you we want to talk about today, because I think that those are extremely helpful for anyone and everyone, no, no matter what you're doing in life. Right. So do you have those categories that the NFL flashed on the yeah, computer? Yeah. So they these are not all of them. I was trying to do some research to find them all. But I'm going to go was, back and watch the documentary and screenshot because we literally paused it and we had a pretty long conversation yeah. and we were impressed that the report card, the quarterly assessment that we had developed in 2017 had a lot of these categories and I thought, wow, okay, again, the NFL is not just forking over $40 million if you're an asshole, mm-hmm. right? I mean, who knows? But they are. <laughs> there are categories that they rate you on. Right. And it was interesting because they showed Aaron Hernandez's report card and it showed the different categories, which you can talk about. And then there was a bar graph that showed how he scored and he scored incredibly low on on social maturity he scored right. a one right out of 10 out of 10 motivation what was interesting he scored it like i think it was like a zero on that one uh focus he's i don't remember exactly what he scored on that but for, focus it was, was really high it was high self-efficacy was like like Through a 10 the roof. Uh-huh. so his believability in himself was extremely high mm-hmm. um which is why he was such a great athlete receptivity to coaching was extremely high mm-hmm. dedication was high and then mental quickness which was under the category of mental ability was extremely high as well so his ability to make adjustments make mistakes be coachable and then learn from them quickly was extremely high however which allowed him to quickly go there mm-hmm. but was social maturity and then like the intrinsic motivations were extremely low right and so the drivers to activate some of those really great attributes were just not there. Right. So that inspired this episode, which was like, pause that. Let's screenshot that. Let's talk about that. Because 
I think when you become an adult and people stop watching, they stop assessing you, they stop providing feedback, when you become less likely to be open and receptive to feedback and coaching, yeah. right? So your coachability is not rate, rated very high. So today is about like, we're going to walk you through some of these categories, have some discussions with you. And I want you to go to the pushpodcast.com, download it, print it out for yourself and give yourself a little report card. And then if you're not happy with it, you don't have to put it on the refrigerator. But if you are happy with it, celebrate that and have have a victory party and then figure out what things you might want to focus on in the next quarter to continue self-improvement. Yeah. And if you really struggle with answering some of these questions, get someone to help you out. Someone that you know will be honest with you and ask them, like, hey, what do you think when it comes to my communication skills? How would you say, how would you rate me? And, and ask them and give them the permission to be honest about it. Because I think when it comes to taking some of these things and asking yourself these questions, it can be hard because you may struggle with actually seeing or maybe even knowing the language to use to, to really articulate like where you're coming from. And one of the big things is, is as well, you may work for an employer, you may work for yourself, you may do things and you may work for someone who has a really tough time of really identifying what your true struggles are. They just may be frustrated about the struggles that you have. Mm -hmm. And so that happens a lot of time, especially in relationships and families where people just don't have the language to say, hey, I know Notice that it's really about your listening, your active listening skills. Mm -hmm. That's your issue when it comes to communication. Mm -hmm. um, you don't really show a lot of empathy when someone is telling you something. And right. that's why you don't actually get it. Or maybe you don't relate. You know, it hurts your relatability. Right. Like those are that's language that most people just don't know to use. Mm -hmm. And so they just say, you don't listen. Right. And they just kind of leave it at that. Right. And so we want to help kind of codify like all those different attributes so that you have something to work with. Right. So category number one is communication skills and relationship management. So again, you would score yourself. Am I exceeding expectations? Do I meet expectations? Do I not meet expectations? Some questions um, to spark some discussion around communication skills and relationship management would be, how are my listening skills? What's the level of care or compassion that I have or show for others? connectedness? Am I spending time or making time for important people and right. important relationships? What's my body language like when I'm in an uncomfortable situation or maybe arguing with my husband? What's my body language? What are my interpersonal skills? What are my reactions? Reactions right. are a big one under communication. Absolutely. So again, exceeded expectations, met expectations, did not meet expectations. Hell, do you even have expectations for <laughs> yeah. yourself, right? And then you got in this, you got to look at the results. Like, do people come to you and talk to you about things? Do, do they find you as a person that they can communicate with and you're not going to judge them? Yep. Because part of communication is, make it, are you making judgments or are you showing empathy? Are you allowing people to be honest? And are you a person that they find as trustworthy with Relatable. some of their, yeah, some of their most intimate thoughts and feelings? And so communication skill kind of goes, can go a lot deeper than just, hey, I listen to people. But right. are you an active listener? Do you contribute to a conversation? Do you ask really great questions? So those are things that you really want to think about. Are your communications one-sided? Do you find yourself talking more than you're listening, mm -hmm. right? The whole adage, I have two ears because I'm supposed to listen twice as much as right. I talk, right? So those are things that are important. I think the big one on here for me for communication skills, most people need to really assess their reactions to lots of different situations, but most importantly, like when they're communicating with people. Yeah. 
So moving on to the second category, it would be creativity and finding a workaround. So this is about resourcefulness. This is about thinking outside of the box. This is about flexibility and adaptability. And so I just want to know, like, again, what is your rating on that? Are you the kind of person that's sitting there complaining when unfortunate circumstances happen? Or are you like, you know what, I can figure out how to make this work and get really creative around problem solving. Yeah, and this is important because some people, as when it comes to creativity and and almost how it relates to communication, some people add to creativity and dialogue and some people stifle it, right? right? That won't work. Right, that won't work. Or uh, I don't know about that idea. You can't do that because of this, this, and that, right? And so- Who would buy that? Right. (laughs) No one's going to listen to the podcast. No one's going to listen to your podcast. And so creativity is, is, are you adding or do you build up- on ideas, do you build up on your own ideas? And then one of the things I think that's really great about Janelle, see, I always say nice things about you, even oh, though you God. sound annoying. What is um, it? <laughs> is that this is probably one of her top attributes is creativity, is finding ways to work around things mm-hmm. and seeing the opportunity when opportunities may not necessarily be apparent. Yeah. And so that creativity is what you need in anything that you're doing, whether it be your, your place of work or being an entrepreneur, especially, is you've got to find workarounds because there are nothing but obstacles in the way of success. And right. so when you want to find and you want to be able to find success, you've got to have out of the box thinking. Mm-hmm. You've got to be so curious about the world that your creativity is going like, maybe I could do this and then having the courage to actually do it. Yeah, I think I'd agree with you just being a person of like I pride myself and like we're having a good awareness around myself. But I would say based on the feedback of others, one of my superpowers is resourcefulness. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just going to find a way. I'm going to figure it out. I'll be creative. I'll come up with a promotion. I'll figure out a way to collaborate. Like I'm just going to find a way. So I want you to rate yourself on creativity, big vision, thinking outside of the box, and uh, flexibility. Number three is about decision making. Mm -hmm. So not so much making the right decision, but being in action, being quick, being decisive, forward thinking, and just taking action. Doesn't matter if it's the right decision. Right. Just being a decision maker with confidence. And I think that this is important too, because in decision making, a lot of times people think, oh, yeah, I can, I'm good at making decisions. I'm decisive. Can you be, be decisive when the outcome is not clear? Mm-hmm. When there's not like there is an ambiguous situation and you've got to make a decision. Can you be decisive in that moment? That's a good barometer for your ability to make decisions. And one of the things that, you know, when we were watching Aaron Hernandez, it was his decision quality that was hampered the most mm-hmm. because of CTE, mm-hmm. which is is a product of concussions and also like some of the psychological things that he was dealing with affected his ability to make good decisions. Mm -hmm. And so good decisions and solid decisions and being decisive are are really, that can only be measured by the results that you have in your life. And I'll tell you, we live in a time where, I forget this statistic, but I think it's like 30,000 decisions a day. Do I want to stop and read this? Do I want to stop my scroll on Instagram? What do I want to have for dinner? What kind of coffee do I want? Like we live in an era where decisions are made all day long. Mm -hmm. And this is why a lot of people are turning to minimalism because I want to not have decision fatigue, right? right? And so that's just something sidebar to kind of think about when it comes to, am I a good decision maker? Maybe your ass is making too many decisions. Mm -hmm. And so on the things that are really important that are like, have a greater value, not what flavor coffee do I want, but should I quit my job? Should I do this? You're 
ability to be a really decisive decision maker in that moment is kind of jaded because you're making too many other stupid decisions. Right. And you know, what's crazy is I remember listening to this interview with the CEO of Netflix and they said, when you tell me about what's a perfect day for you. And he said, a perfect day is when I only have to make one decision in my business. And I'm thinking, what? You run one of the fastest growing businesses out there. Everyone has Netflix. And he says, when I only make one decision, that means that I have made better decisions in the past. And so people are making Mm. decisions already. And he said that his business was working in such a way that he was finding out what some of the decisions that were being made, like secondhand like he didn't he wasn't the person to get the the memo he was like oh we're doing this now in the company okay that's great and so i would rate him and exceeded expectations in decision because imagine what if he has to make one decision the fact that he only has to make one think about the quality of that one decision it's amazing yeah all right number four is initiative drive and motivation so we're talking here about having a strong work ethic we're talking about being a self-starter yeah so, and that's the intrinsic motivation is an interesting thing because <laughs> we have been over the holidays, we got really chillaxed. Mm-hmm. We were like relaxing. And what happens is you can feel motivation drop. Yeah. Right. Like because your desire to get off of the couch <laughs> and actually do something with your life diminishes. Yeah. And so you this, be kind of graceful with yourself with this in a sense, but also be very rigid. And what I mean by that is don't rate yourself based on the fact that, oh, during the holidays, I didn't have a lot of motivation. Right. Right. Because maybe that was a time for you to rest. Right. Right. And then and when you're in action or when you're supposed to be in action, that's when you need to make sure that your motivation and your and your ability to just kind of say, I need to self-start. I need to get going is important. And I think this to me is the category that means a lot if you work for someone else and you want to get paid more, Mm -hmm. being a self-starter, being a person that shows that they don't need to be micromanaged is extremely valuable. That strong work ethic there. Yeah. And I think that taking the initiative, like for example, if you're struggling with initiative, motivation, drive, just goal seeking and goal setting, I think one of the things you need to look at for us at least is like, we can't always be in drive mode, right? So taking the initiative to say, hey, guess what? March 2020, we are taking a break, a purposeful break. We will be doing nothing, right, during this week. So that means that I'm going to take the initiative to be extremely driven and my work ethic is going to be through the roof January and February because I'm working towards something that motivates me, which happens to be rest and recovery. What do, they, do they call that a hiatus? I think sure. It, yeah. <laughs> I call that work your ass off and then you get to take a break. Right. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Number five would be leadership qualities. Some of you might be thinking, well, I don't have a team. I'm not an entrepreneur. Well, guess what? How you lead your family is important. That's mm-hmm. probably more important than how you lead your team. How you lead your coworkers, how you inspire the people that interact with you, those are all considered leadership qualities. Yeah, and how you lead yourself, right? And do you give yourself guidelines? Do you give yourself certain disciplines? Do you do a lot of the things that we just talked about before this one? Are you a self-starter? I think that those are leadership qualities. And the great thing about this is everything we're going to talk about on, on this list, accumulatively, is leadership, mm-hmm. right? If you do all these things... You are a person of lead that people want to follow. And one of the things that we talked about in our last event in Nashville is we talked about being clear on what you want is a huge leadership quality because mm-hmm. no one wants to follow a confused leader. Mm-hmm. No one wants to follow a leader that's going in circles. 
people follow people that are clear, mm-hmm. right? And so do you create clarity in your life, even if you're wrong, right? That clarity may not may be misguided and you may be going in the wrong direction. The fact that you go in a direction is something that's is a quality to follow. Yeah, maybe you're still an inspiring leader that's yeah. like, so what? You're leading the troops into the battle, but it's still admirable right. and you're a person that people want to follow. Absolutely. So I think if you're a mom, I'm just going to shout out the ladies out there. You are a leader. Your yeah. kids are watching and following every single thing that you do, not the things you say. So I think it would hold really great weight and value with them if you printed out your report card and you put it on the fridge next to their report card and you talk to them about the things that you needed to improve on, the skills that you were going to be committed to working on and developing. So that way they knew, they know that, wow, like mom's still learning. Like this is amazing. Like learning doesn't stop. I just think that that's a huge leadership quality that you could use to motivate your kids to see that learning never stops. All right. Number six, self-belief, self-confidence, self-efficacy. Yeah. Do you believe in yourself? Right? So this is about That's like your question. personal judgment of how well you can execute courses of action and deal with perspective like situations that may not be favorable, right? So are you a big self-believer? Do you exercise lots of confidence in the things that you decide to pursue? I can tell you working with predominantly women for the past two and a half years, women really struggle with confidence. And so a lot of our students on this particular category, they, after answering all these other questions, they're like, man, my self-belief and my self-confidence was really what held me back from committing to big goals. It held me back from making strong relationships with strangers or collaborating And so I will just tell you, if you're a woman listening, self-belief, self-confidence is huge. And it's something we will continue to work with you on in episodes to come in in the Push Podcast. Yeah, I think that this understanding this right here is an antidote. And I know that we're going to talk about comparison in another episode, but it's an antidote to some of the ill effects of of comparison. Because I think with comparison in this regard, meaning I see something and I go, I say to myself, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Instead of seeing something and saying, wow, I think I can do that. Or I know I can do how that. How can I make that happen? How can I make that happen, right? And this is not about you knowing how to do everything. I got quotation, air quotations, mm-hmm. marks, as you can see me. It's about the willing, <laughs> It's about the willingness to do something, to try and to learn how to do it. You believe in yourself as far as understanding that you can, you can participate in the process in order to execute something effectively. And so self-efficacy and self-confidence is not about I know how to do things like right out the gate. No, it's I know how to to figure things Mm -hmm. out. I know how to believe in myself enough to say I will take on this challenge and I think I can make this happen. I believe I can make this happen. So I think that's a big one. Hey, guys, we hope you're enjoying this episode of the Push Podcast. As always, we're here to push you. But we want to talk to you really quick about gaining access to our new private community, the Pusher Society. I'm so excited. Yes. So this is going to give you so many great options to continue your growth and to push through some of life's challenges. And we hope that you'll take this opportunity to do it with us. So here's what's included. You'll get access to our private Pusher Society community on Facebook so that way you can connect with other like-minded pushers. 
you'll get two hour long coaching calls every single month with Eddie and I. And don't worry if you can't make it, you'll get access to a replay and you'll be able to view every single call. You'll also get resources and tips to help you live an abundant and full life and push through problems that we all have. And you're going to be doing some 30 day challenges with us every month. Yeah. So we're here to push you, to help guide you to improving many aspects of your life and in our coaching call, we'll be directly focusing on very specific things that we've talked about on many of our episodes, like when, when you feel like you're stuck or, or some of the things that we've even talked about on this episode right now. So we hope to see you there. Right. So you also get access to the book club, all of this stuff for only $24 a month. Or if you want to pay in full for the whole year, you can save some money and it's $200. So we hope that you'll make this investment, join our Pusher Society community, And let's get focused on changing and improving your life. Absolutely. Push through. So moving into number seven, the number seven thing that you should be focused on rating yourself on your adult report card is productivity, planning, and time management. That's a tough one, right? Yeah. Most of the people that we interact with are saying things constantly. I'm so busy. I'm running out of time. So this would be an opportunity for you to rank yourself on planning and time management. Yeah. And this is interesting because planning and time management is all about minimizing distractions, Mm -hmm. right? And we live in a world that is filled with distractions. Filled? Full. Filled? Filled full, full of distractions. Full of distraction is filled with distractions as well. Okay. Or fill your cup the way I want. Whatever. Whatever. Um, full of distractions. Talk about distractions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then your ability to, we know that distractions are going to happen, but can you, because of your ability to plan, because of the fact that you know what you're trying to accomplish, can you get back refocused on what you're working on in a timely manner? So. I think this is important because when people say there's not enough time to work out, there's mm-hmm. not enough time to do these things. That's a lack of organization yeah, of time. It's not about time. It's a lack of direction of time. And so we all have the same amount of 24 hours. Some of us choose to direct it in the right way and put our energies in a very focused manner. And some we don't. Right. So are you ranking yourself exceeded expectations, met expectations, or did not meet expectations when it comes to organizing your time and focusing on key priorities? Number eight is about personal achievement and goal attainment. So this isn't necessarily like your effort or your work, but it's actual achievement. Yeah. Are so you an you achiever? Said, If you said, you know, at the beginning of 2019 in January, I want to be debt free. This is about, did you actually achieve that? And so some people like to confuse activity with productivity or activity with results. And this is a killer question that's asking you, hey, you know, I know that writing in a journal or creating a vision board is really cool, but did you actually achieve that? And this is critical because I think even for myself in my own life, for in my own life, of course, if it's for myself, it is my own life. <laughs> Wouldn't be someone else's. Uh, it can't be someone else's. Uh, you can really lose sight or you can get out of the habit of achieving things. Mm-hmm. And so what ends up happening is you get so used to setting things that you never actually do things and accomplish and complete. And I think that the idea of finishing is something that is habitual. It is something that you, some people are just in constant practice of completion. And they do things and they and they achieve high achievements because of it's just a habit. 
So the question is, is are you in a habit of not achieving things mm. and that you need to start making small goals so that you build that habit and so you become a better achiever? Yeah. An achievement could be, hey, for 30 days, I'm going to focus on movement or right. mobility. Like it doesn't have to be like I'm going to make a million dollars, right? We're just talking about achievement when it comes to having a goal, keeping it at the forefront and making sure that you get to cross off a little box and give yourself. It's like, again, back if we're comparing to your kids having a report card, do they pass or fail? Do they get recognition at the honor roll assembly? And did they achieve the reading log that they were supposed to do? Like little things like that doesn't have to be something epic. Right. So number nine is about dedication and focus. Mm. This is a huge one because it goes back to personal achievement. Like this is about endurance, resilience, commitment, right? right? These are things that feel like, oh, I don't have the discipline or the willpower to be good at a diet. (laughs) I don't have... The focus and the dedication that other people do, that's why they're winning. Okay, well, then you need to write down that you are not meeting expectations when it comes to the area of dedication and focus. And I think this is so important because I think I've said this before in on, on last on another podcast is that we create plans in a perfect scenario, mm-hmm. right? We create goals with all the things lining up. With vision but, and yeah, creativity and, and excitement. And the vision of our life is like, oh, it's so perfect. The reality is, is the journey to get there is, felt, is filled with all types of dips and, and, and hurdles and all the things that get in your way. And this This attribute, this particular competency of being dedicated and having commitment and resilience is what allows you to persevere and and to fulfill your planning and your time management is that you have the ability to say, this is getting hard, but I can still stay dedicated and commitment and committed. And I think that this this particular one, we need to do a a topic on this by itself, is dedication, because I don't think I run into a lot of people that are just completely dedicated and committed to things. Mm -hmm. I think that they're half hearted, that many times things get hard and they're really they're willing to walk away very quickly and very easy. But it's it's one of those things I'm so in admiration when I see people that like for an entire year, they were able to stay dedicated to something. Right. I think if you're struggling with number eight, which was personal achievement, you got to look at number nine, which is dedication and focus. If you don't have something that you're waking up every day, knowing that it's part of your routine, it's part of your ritual. This is what I'm working towards. This is what I'm focused on. This is what I'm dedicated to it's very likely you're not going to have a lot to celebrate when it comes to looking at personal achievements, right? And again, these don't have to be epic, but it should be something that you're committed to. And we recommend 30-day increments would be a good start too, just to build and develop a habit. Okay, so number 10 on the adult report card, I think is my absolute favorite. This one is the one I think that could make or break you. This is like pass or fail for real. And it's about social maturity. This is huge. And it's so crazy that we're talking about this. I saw a report yesterday, which I thought was interesting, that two out of three fatal car accidents in 2018 in California happened because of road rage. That is a lack of social (laughs) maturity. Right? So you are in the car, someone cuts you off, and you flip your lid, and you create an accident that becomes fatal. Right. Right? And so this is life or death. Great job, dumbass. Where did that get you? Exactly. This is the thing that I think was the downfall of many professional athletes and, and many stars and especially when it comes to Aaron Hernandez was the social maturity, the ability to like handle 
problems. Right. So apparently the two guys that he murdered, they ac- one of them accidentally splashed a drink on him or something like that. He couldn't get over it. The rage just came over him and then it resulted in a double homicide, right? Yeah. I will tell you that it was must have been six months ago. I was driving down the street. I was making a right-hand turn in my lane and someone decided to kind of cut me off from close to the curb and I almost hit him. So I slammed on my brakes. He's sitting on his horn. He had veins popping out of his face and he was just like screaming and I was like so mesmerized by the fact that something that simple that he did, by the way, right. would piss him off and send him into this <laughs> rage And all I could do was say, this man's going to have a heart attack. He is lacking extreme social maturity because if that's something that sets you over the top, boy, I don't know how you like literally survive a day. Right. Right. Yeah. And And so we're talking about when it comes to social maturity, here are some subcategories, which would be stress management. Mm hmm. The next category would be your ability to overcome failures and make adjustments. Some people, things don't work out your way. And now you're just like, oh, why should I move on with life? Like you're just debilitated by a setback. Yeah. People internalize failures to to the point where it affects their emotion, their mood, their temperament. And before they know it, they can't handle it and they have outbursts or they have anger issues. And, and, you know, social maturity, another way of saying is emotional intelligence, Mm -hmm. right? And this is what many regard is the difference maker between a high performing individual and a low performing individual is their ability to handle stress, their ability to say that, okay, here are the problems. I need to maintain a certain mindset, a certain attitude around how I approach things in life. And I think that this to me is why we see so many people that are successful, they have so many great practices where they they either meditate, they pray, they do certain things to make sure their social maturity or their social their emotional intelligence is at the highest point right. it could possibly be. Yeah. So this is about understanding that discomfort is like a twin sister to growth. Yes. Right. It's not like, oh, you decide to grow and now everything's going to be roses. Discomfort comes with it. Setbacks are a part of life. This is also about honesty and integrity, like Mm -hmm. just being in integrity with what you know to believe is right. It's interesting because I think that social maturity is something that comes with like someone who who is far into comparison on a daily basis. So I was talking to my sister about her new project. I already shouted you out, Jess, but the boudoir project. She's working with women who maybe don't feel the best about their body, right? And prior to this, she was kind of hiding behind her wedding photography business and I think just kind of getting in her own way when it came to confidence. And now she's just on fire with this. So now she's at this emotional level of maturity where she's watching someone win and she'll say stuff like, if she can do that, I can do that. Yeah, I love that. That is a huge shift in emotional maturity because someone who's not really confident will immediately go to comparison. You see somebody winning and you're like, great, I'm never going to be able to do this. I'll never. You compare your level two to someone's level 32, right? Right. But knowing that you are exercising and growing into emotional intelligence, social maturity is an indicator of less comparison. 
Like you see someone else win and you go, if they can do it, I can definitely win. Yeah. And it's a, just a huge shift. So if you're struggling with comparison, I will tell you, don't rank yourself very high <laughs> then on social maturity. It's not a dig at you, but it is a clear indicator that you need to start reframing the situation and then you need to go back to, um, I forget what number confidence was, but you need to go back and look at self-belief number six. Yeah. And if I just add one more thing to this, and I think it's so important, is the emotional intelligence, the social maturity to handle feedback is so important yep. because I see so many people are debilitated when they get feedback. They hear feedback and it just crushes them. And the, it shows that you you don't have the wherewithal, you don't have the ability to be in a growth mindset, to take on things and to take on comments or criticism that may hurt, but also be super beneficial for you. Right. So if you struggle, anytime someone gives you feedback and you give into the emotion of that pain and you respond and you're defensive and you can't handle it, then you definitely want to score yourself at a, as a d does not meet expectations right. in this. Because that is a huge part of emotional intelligence. People that can handle feedback grow faster, they make adjustments, mm -hmm. and they find themselves achieving more. Because, because they move past yeah, shit faster. They, get, they just understand it better. So. so we hope that this list is helpful. Again, go to thepushpodcast.com to download this list. And print out your report card. I would love for you to score yourself. I'd love for you to involve people that love you, that interact with you, because sometimes you don't see yourself the way that other people see you, right? Absolutely. And I would love for you to print this out, rate yourself, put it on your refrigerator, and share it with us on social. I think it, again, it would be a great conversation for you to show your kids and the people that you are leading that you are trying to become a better person and you're working on something with a heightened focus. So this is our gift to you. I hope you enjoy it. You enjoyed it. Absolutely. Push through. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast. Hey, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, you got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review. You leave your handle and until next time push through